Good morning. Um, still, Kaptavad um, We're going to um, spend just a few sure, just looking at a little, a little bit of the Hadoks of Khotsokhis, and with that, close up this Indian, and I think more or less that will be it for Hilchestam uh, as, as it pertains to Mosef and Shabbos, or at least for the time being. We're, we're going to be looking at Simon Lamed base. If you're dying, if you're trapped, that's really, I don't, there, there's maybe one more step, but I think that that's the, the, the main the two steps. We'll take a look at if you're dying, see if we, how much that we get to today. They are very, very big CFM in terms of Mr. Bruce got a lot to say, we're just going to pray here, we're not going to, uh, if you, many of the Shulchan Aruch will read through. Um, it's, yeah, Page Memvov, similar on the base. Simon Lamed base if you die. As he says, as how we pass in terms of So it says like this: Let's say a drop of ink falls inside an ice, inside a letter. Now it's ink, by the way. Mr. Burroughs says, who add in anything else? Okay, anything which is which changes the sort of the ice is going to be problematic. They bring here that the, 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 the post game from the Nodabi Hood and others that it's only if it's something where, if you've got, let's say, something which falls on the ice, but it's see through, then it's not, not such a problem. Okay? But, but, um, but the Mishnah Sarsofi, that's, uh, that's Rav Stern, he says that what you can have is in the same state, let's say you've got a dollar. And because of the age, it's got like a black something, you get, you get these brown marks on, on a, on a cloth. And there's a brown marker which makes it look uh, uh, a little like a hay. That would be problematic. I, it's not the it doesn't matter. Yeah? That would be, you've got a topic, you have to show it to a child. So it's love tough, good the yo, who had in anything else? As the Bialaka point out, it makes no difference when it fell off, whether it was Bishar's Ksiva or after Ksiva. When it comes to Mukhav Gavil, there there's differences whether it was Bishar's Ksiva or not. With, with regards to this, we're making no difference. So if the tip of the yo, whatever it was, fell on the ice, or inside the ice, the ain on the keratoid, and the oid is no longer recognizable, okay, then ain takono ligro hadiyot. Don't think that, um, and, and again, it makes no difference whether the tipo is touching the, the oid or whether it's not. It could be it falls into the middle, a dollar with a, with a you know, thing in the middle, makes it look like a hay. You could have a cha, uh, yeah, a cha with a, a dot there, makes it look a bit, a bit like a pay, right? On the other hand, it could be that the tipper touches the, the, the ice and that, that messes it up. And again, it makes no difference whether the ice now looks like a different ice or whether it just doesn't look like anything. Right? Anything which is destroyed, the surah of that ice, is going to be problematic. Okay? Is that clear? And even if it literally just takes away a, a coat, let's say you've got the yod and the tipper falls on, now you've no, long, you've no longer got the coat of the yod, whether it's the right or left one, it's all going to be problematic. Yeah? Is that clear? I mean, in other words, you've got to just do it, rub it out. So, in Takana Ligra there's no Takana just to, you know, sc- scrape away the Dio, but it's a Kaf, yeah, Nikar Oath. And through that, the Oath will be recognizable. 
because that's chok teiches, it's a fossil, and therefore it is fossil. Why? Because we need the chosaf, the levachokak. It's got to be a kasiva and not a chakika. Not that the ois is formed by what you're doing to the surroundings of the ois. Okay? And if you do form the ois in that manner, you're in trouble. As I'm not going to wrong, so it won't help just to put a coolness over it again. That will not help. Yeah? Um, yeah. So here's just one or two points from the from the uh, He says first of all, you see, because in the Mishnah he said that let's say wax wax falls on the ice. So the equivalent it doesn't have to be wax, but it could be some, some dirt or whatever, falls on a nose. That will not pass. To remove that wax, or remove that bit of dirt, is not a problem of hot Yeah? That is, is, uh, is, is quite clear. So they talk about what happens if, and this is fiction in Egea, on Shabbos, you're laning, and you cr- come across, okay, they're talking about wax, but it could be dirt as well. And this happens. Sometimes you find, and the ice is covered a little bit by something on top of it. It doesn't come off easily. What should you do? Is that a problem? Do you have to take out a new safe potato? What do you do? You read it off by heart? What do you do? It's just like a cover. It's just like a cover on top of the ice. You're just remo- removing the cover. That, that's, that's all right. And it's out to the hot potato face. But... It's very likely something will come off with it. Well, so it's, it's like this. So the, the, the Nesivas writes in, in Zerachachai, and he says, look, let's say a, a piece of wax drops onto it on a weekday. So then he says, if, it, if it's a weekday, um, then remove it. As long as, I think that's what the fire is probably driving at, as long as it is not, it hasn't fallen onto the Shema Hashem. If it's fallen onto the Shema Hashem, most definitely do not remove it, because you're, in all likelihood, you're going to take some of the ink with it. Which, on any other letter, is Nishkafela. Any other word is Nishkafela. But on the Shema Hashem, it is most definitely Yeah? So what, you, what, what he says, obviously, what, what, what one would have to do is, it's actually a quote from the Sharia Five. Is you you'd have to gently heat the the uh, put some heat underneath the cloth in that spot to melt the wax, and then you could take it off. Yeah, if it's anything else, to be honest with you, you've got a problem. So this is wax. But sometimes you get other things which are you know stuck to the uh, cloth. You've got a problem. Yeah, with the Sheva Hashem, I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, it would be, that, that would be rather, more than rather unfortunate. 
So obviously the Shaila is on Shabbos. What do you do on Shabbos? You see, to... Um, yeah. You see, there's... I think this we've already mentioned in the past. With regards to taking off the Moshal, the wax, on Shabbos, it's a Shaila whether, whether that is Moshik, whether it's not Moshik. Yeah? It's not, you see... Huh? I don't know why it's not, it could even be creative, but, but the mice, some view it simply as a, as a covering on the OCS. Therefore, that, that, that's in Simon Shin Mem, he talks, that, that's uh, talked about there. Yeah, that Morgana Rom holds it is a problem, but uh, others hold it's not a problem, but there is another problem, that is number one, Tiltal Muxa. Yeah, that's what they bring here. And also, it could be that it's Masakim on, you're being Masakim the Sefer Torah with it, Rukhi so what does one do on Shabbos? So he says, look, if you can, if it's the wax, whatever it is, is see-through, so you can see the ice, then fine, just read it and move on. It's perfectly fine. But if it's covering the ice in such a way that you can't see the ice, then if it's being gavra le gavra, if it's between ideas that you see it, then just take out and use it for total. He says, there's no pursuit of, uh, you know, there's no Pagam if two people read from two different Sefer Torah. So there's going to be two different ideas from two different Sefer Torah. He says there's no Pagam to the first uh, Sefer Torah. So that would be the answer. The problem is, in all likelihood, it's probably as you're laden. So you're in the middle of, uh, of an idea and you see one of these OCS is, is covered. You can't see the eight. So, in such a case, um, what you should do is just read it off by heart. I'll just read it as if, the, as if the letter is perfectly fine there. And then, once you've already done that, don't say well afterwards, well, now, now we've reached the end of the idea we should take out a new safer tarot. No. Now, once you've already done it, you may as well finish off with that safer tarot. Then after Shabbat sort it out. Okay? It's not, it's not absurd the fact that it's covered. The problem is more that you're reading off by heart. You've already done it. Yeah, which is it's not with the fair depending on how, if it's only one, one letter or one word or something like that, it can be alright. Right? Here's another shayla, right? It's separate, I mean, to me and the Indian, but the Bi'al uh, brings from Rabbi Eger. He says, let's say you've got somebody who is, is uh, fixing up a, an old sitter. Okay? And um, he needs to add, let's say, a patch. Yeah, let's say he's got to add a patch to the um, yeah to to a place which has become a bit worn out. So he wants to add a patch. Yeah, but adding the patch means he's going to end up sticking the the patch which he's sticking on with glue is going to go on top of the shemashet. Is that a problem of Moshek, the Shem Hashem? The mice it's still there. He never rubbed it out, but it's underneath the patch. The problem is you will never, ever, ever be able to get to that Shem Hashem again. Because in order to get to the Shem Hashem, you're going to have to rip off the patch, and the patch will rip off the name with it. 
Is that a problem of most extreme Hashem? No, you can't get to it now. Holds it is a problem because you can never get to it again. Yeah, even though the Shem Hashem is not, they're still actually there. But um, but he the, the advice he gives is that what a person should do is put a loose piece of paper on top of the Shem Hashem and then stick your patch on top because then theoretically you can get to the Shem Hashem because you rip off the patch that won't the Shem Hashem is protected by the loose piece of paper and then you'll be able to take off the loose piece of paper and get to the Shem Hashem. I seem to remember seeing this shadow spoken about with regard also painting on a wall, whether it's a Shem Hashem there or something like that. The same sort of thing, you can't, obviously can't paint over. But if you put something over it first, and then, you know, somehow do it like that, I think they, they, they speak about that, you know, being uh, being nature. Okay? That's, um, th- this shadow this is more, more, more uh, common than people think. You know, if people want to photocopy a page, they don't want the Shem Hashem. So how do they avoid it? You obviously can't tip X out the page Shem Hashem before you put it. So you want to put something on top. But don't stick something on top because then that is, that's the most of the Shem Hashem. So put, put a stick in there or something. You know, put it in, in a way that it won't, uh, won't uh, in, in, in any way whatsoever affect the Shem Hashem. Um, Because, because in time gone by, that's how they read. They read by, by wax candles, probably. Yeah, but, but when it falls on the ink, why is it not considered as a kind of writing material? Like, you're saying it, it doesn't uh, cause problems? Or, or yeah, because you could just peel uh, it off. You could just heat it and it just comes off. Yeah, but it's called a Yeah, no, why, that's... Why is it so it has to be because, because otherwise, this, no, this because no, other, no. because otherwise, this is just a kisser. It's just a covering. You can't write on top of uh, wax. I don't think you can write on top of wax. Not normally. Not with anything. Huh? That's not, that's engraving in the wax. That's something else. Yeah, but to be honest, with you, that, that 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 has nothing to do with it. It's nothing to do with being able to write on top. It's whether we view it as as a part of the the letter, or it's just a covering. <laughs> It, they, they actually, I just noticed, they, they, they bring here the, uh, it, it, the thing about painting a wall. So the, the, the shiloh with the painting of the wall was that, you know, you paint over the Shem Hashem, but, but the, the painter says you can definitely, if you ever want, we could peel off the paint, or whatever it is, and you'd be able to, maybe plaster or something like that, you'd be able to see the Shem Hashem again. 
is that mutter going to offer? Because from this, from this it would sound like it should be mutter. So he says that the, the Pesachet Shuvah, that's obviously where I've seen it before, is, is in Hilch Sefer Torah, Pesachet Shuvah brings, brings it as a Machoik Ster. Right? According to the Ponim Eris, it's not so according to the middle stuff, it would be offered in such a case. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, another point the Bialofa just just makes here is that if you see there's a lot of Bialofa on this, um, is that the Prima Godim he's worried about Ksavar Gabik Sav. He's worried about Ksavar Gabik Sav. Um, meaning to say, let's say uh, you've got, you got a letter there and a blob of ink falls on the actual, you know, on the, the lines of the letter, but it doesn't change the sort of those. So we said that's alright. Yeah, strictly speaking, that's alright. But the Prima Godin is worried that it's not alright because it's Ksavar Gabik Sav and the second Ksav wasn't done Nishma. So, without going into all the discussion, the Mishra says, it's definitely not a problem. He doesn't believe it is. But he says, even if you want to hold it is a problem, he says, I've got an eighth for you, and that is to write on top of it a third time. Because then, Mimonashov, if you hold the Ksav, Agabi Ksav, is a, you know, is, is a Ksav, okay, well then the third Ksav is also a Ksav. Now, the way I just did with, with Kavona. And if your Ksav, Agabi Ksav is not a Ksav, well then the second one didn't pass all the, the first eight, because it was, it was an eight, it was still Nikka, and the fact that it dropped on is Gornish. So that is, although he doesn't seem to think that even that is necessary. Um, yeah. One thing he does notice, and that's really how it connects to Algomorrah, that's not how it's used to uh, really connect it in here, is you may, you may well have noticed that he is not going with the Rashba in Shabbos. Yeah, the Shulchan Aruch is not going with the Rashba in Shabbos. Who said that there's no problem with separating two osios? You know, if you've got a ches, separating it into two cheses, we are not going with that. Okay? Yeah? Two zines, yeah. And in fact, he, the 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 quotes the the, the base mayor says it, it, it's only for soldier abonon. He says, and he mentioned that we can argues with that, and he says the marshal is is, is much more like that as well. Okay? Um, fine. Let's uh, finish off the Mechaber. The Mechaber finishes off and he says, Behu hadin, the same thing would apply, in Torah, if a person made a mistake, because of Dalet b'mokim resh, and he wrote a Dalet in place of a resh, a base b'mkom kaf, or he wrote a base in the place of a kaf. Okay? Same thing. Don't think that all you, all you have to do is, he says, in Takonot, so the page, you can't limchoi katag, mistakinoiz. You can't just remove the extra bit of ink to be mistakinoiz. Yes, if you were supposed to have a reish, and you did it as a dollars, don't think you can just take out the square part of the back. You can't do that. Mishun zavik terchot tochiz. Because that would be like a chot And who adin says the, says the biadokho, if let's say you did a reish in place of a dollar, but it was a nice geshmaka thick one, so you tried to square it off. You can't do that. Yeah? That would be a problem of Chok Yeah? 
and um, yeah also we do not go with the what happens if uh, let's put it, put it this way let's say you made a kosher race and then you added on a, a little bit of ink and you know by mistake you made it into a dollar do you say well it was already a kosher race beforehand so I'm just you know bringing it back to the way it was to start with or do you say not so It is about the, 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 the smart. I think we quoted the smart said that if the ice is already created, then there's no problem on clock surface. If something happens to it, and then you take it. But we don't pass it like that. So again, that, that's, that's an important point. We're not passing with the rashbol. Yeah, in Shabbos I'm talking about, and we're not passing with the smart, who arguably are going along very similar lines. And that is that if the ois was already created before, and then, and only thereafter, you uh, did some, you know, added some ink and messed it up, or ink dropped onto it, or something like that, then he says there's no problem to remove the ink at that point. We don't go with that. Okay? That we definitely do not, um, we do not go with. Um, just to sort of uh, wrap up this, see, it's just a few a few points from the from the Mishnah on this on this last part. He says um, Yeah. Let's say let's say the ice has not changed sort of because because of what because of what uh, you know the bit of ink which has dropped on there. So he says that strictly speaking you can leave it, even though it's now it's got to become much thicker he says, but better you should still, you should still, uh, you should still remove it. And in the Bialoka, he just makes the point that sometimes, if that bit of ink is there on the outside of the oath, it can actually cause problems of muk of kavil. So you have to remove it because of muk of kavil. The oath won't be muk of kavil if you leave that, if you leave that uh, blob there. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because sometimes that that blob of ink, it's not, it's not surrounded by parchment now, though. So then, in the Khanami, you have to remove it because of that. Okay, that's... Um, he says, what happens if... So he says like this, he says, the Shulchan Aruch, as we've said, not like this mark, is holding, even if I've already completed the oath, and then a bit of ink drops in there, you still can't remove it afterwards. Yeah? He says, Kol Shekein, if it, if it falls on there, before that, that even the smart would agree. So in other words, I'm, let's say I'm in, the, I'm in the middle of writing a race, and a blob falls on to you know the top of it and it makes it you know effectively it's going to be straight. That definitely is going to be problematic, right? Everyone agrees that would be problematic. Um, but what happens if now? What would you say to this? Let's say I'm in the middle of writing a race, okay? And so I'm doing the gag, and then even a bit, either a bit drops and you know makes it straight, or even if I go a little too far and I make it straight, I realize I've just done. Now. What I decided is it hasn't yet been completed as any oath. So I come along and I take out that, li- that little bit of, uh, bit of ink which I don't want to be there and then I complete the oath. Is that a problem of hot surface or not? Do you say, well, I took away the ink before it got a shame oath. 
it's not a problem. Or do you say, no, once you do Chok Teiches, it means that first part, which was written before that, is written by Psalm. And the answer to that is Machlokes. Okay, it's Machlokes. Is that clear? The, the, yeah? Is Chok, we know Chok Teiches makes no difference when the thing fell on top of it. We don't go with this mark. But it doesn't make a difference when I removed it, whether I removed it before the oath was completed or, 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 or not. So that, he says, is an achlokis. So Radak holds it's problematic. You can't do that. Yeah? Um, and he says, Kol Shikain, Kol Shikain, if let's say, um, just a blob of ink falls on the state of Torah and you, and you just then from there complete an oath. That definitely would not work. Well, okay, well, even if, if uh, we've got, we, we managed to get around that. But the basis is, and the Ramah, they're made even on the second case, in, in, uh, in Ebenezer. And even if a blob falls on the, the, the thing, I say, wow, that's a nice card, now I'll complete the rest of it. Can't do that. The Maita on that last Shiloh, on the last Shiloh, the Achronim HaMachriya, you should be Machmir, with the one exception that if when the blob falls on there, you actually move all the ink around, then it would be alright. In other words, if you actually use the blob to, then not just you complete it, that you definitely would, uh, would uh, be, uh, would have to be masked on. Um, in the case of, let's say, you've got a race and you want to, you know, it should have been a dollar, so we said you can't just do khakika. You can add ink there, that's perfectly fine. Or if it's a dollar, you could just add ink and make it rounded. Yeah? Um... And because he, he just gives a, 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 few, a few more examples. Let's say if you did a Zion instead of a, uh, sorry, instead of writing a Zion, you did a Numpshutta, so it's too long. You can't just take off the length, obviously that would be no good. If a person wrote a hay in the place of a Dalit, you can't just take out the, the uh, take out the, uh, the, uh, the leg, right, to make it into a Dalit. Yeah? Um, yeah, that's the sort of thing. He gives, gives a, 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 few, a few more examples. That, that's the general rule. Yeah. It applies even to say for and it can be even more problematic, obviously, on a on a tefillin and things like that. Tefillin and mezuzah, because there you got problems of shalek sidron as well. So even if you get around the problem of chok you may run into problems of shalek sidron. So now, for example, if I did a reish instead of a dalit, so I can't scrape it out. But if I've continued already, you can't even add on ink to to be the the uh, the earth. Okay, we'll leave it leave it with that. Have a good time. Let's continue next year.